Savali Cup and welcome to another episode here for the Funk Report and for the academic corner of the Funk Report. Again, it's been a few busy weeks uh, since we've been together here, but now eventually the semester has come to an end and a week of workshops has come to an end, which was really cool. I mentioned it before in a few of my episodes here in a few of the academic corners that I was lucky enough to be part of like something that's called Innovative Teaching Scholars here in Thailand, um, organized by Stanford University from the US, which was kind of nice to, and we've done like workshops and, and things like this and seminars, however you want to call it, over the past two years. It was all online and now it was the first time it was in person since the... The researchers slash coaches have been uh, from Stanford came to Thailand and we had like a week of on-site, in-person workshops, which is really cool to also see those people in person, uh, even though you know each other for two years already, you're like, hey, that's cool. And also to just exchange ideas with other academics, people in the field, even students joined the workshops too, a few of those, we were, they asked us to um, suggest a few, few of our better students that we would think would benefit from joining so we did so so some of our students joined and even some some from the some people who work for the sponsors from the companies that fund the whole thing also joined so it was mostly academics slash lecturers but then also a few students and a few actually um people from the real world if you will which was which was really cool so it was nice to to just collaborate for a week and work on different topics and so on and i'm emphasizing this right now and talk about this right now because for me it's pretty important because sometimes you know during the semester you yes you have the colleagues in your faculty of course that, that you talk to all the time um but you all struggle with like similar things probably if you're in the same faculty, right? Um, you have the same students and, and the same experiences when it comes to admin, I don't want to say issues, when it comes to admin interaction and so on, right? So now it's, it's just cool to like also exchange ideas and see what other universities are doing, what other researchers, academics, lecturers are doing, how they, how they handle things and so on. So sometimes during the semester, like the motivation might drop a little bit because you're like, ah, oh, I struggle with this, I struggle with that, another deadline here, another deadline there, oh my God. Uh. But then now, then exchanging with like other like-minded people who are, have similar experiences, but maybe different angles how they tackle it is pretty interesting. So I, I did enjoy that a lot. I, I took lots of motivation out of that again. So um, huge props to, to Stanford and all the researchers um, and coaches who, who came and who made this happen and the organizers who made that happen and everybody who hosted their workshops. We, had, we hosted their workshops like different in different facilities, like one of the sponsors of, 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 of like the sponsoring companies hosted one workshop, then two unis, like our uni, and then another university hosted like a workshop, um, and then also like another affiliated um, learning center hosted the last workshop, uh, which was great. So different places, had, they all have a different vibe to it, right? So you're not always in the same room. Like they all have like some some different a different atmosphere, just also fosters, I think, more creativity rather than being in the same room all the time. So that's also one thing I will take away for next semester. I'm already planning, of course, um, that I think just sitting in the same way in the same room all the time is also like a detriment to creativity, in my opinion. So I will try to change things up, at least to some extent. Um, it's going to be difficult with like the big classes, of course, but I still try to... I still have a few ideas that I will also discuss on this podcast, of course. So... Um, that's definitely something I'm, I'm looking forward to, to trying also to foster more and yeah, more creativity there. 
Because that, that's one thing that I wanted to to quickly share, just how happy I was with like attending all those workshops and meeting all those different people. So if you're one of those people listening slash watching, uh, nice meeting you, nice nice working with you, nice collaborating. That was really fun. And we should do that more often. We should we should find a way to, to do this more often, like lecture exchange or something, creative thought exchange. I don't know how we're going to call it, but we should have this more frequently. I know we always talk about it and we try to do it online, but of course online is not the same. So we should do this more often, maybe in person. And it's not, not every week, obviously, if we don't have time for that. Um, but I don't know, once every few few weeks, month, whatever that might be. But I think that would be cool if we could do that, um, even if it's in an in a informal setting or something. So I, I would I would love to, to, to have something like this. That would be cool. Like I feel, I feel way more motivated and creatively challenged slash inspired now after all of this so thanks to everybody who participated there was lots of fun and i did enjoy it a lot then the second thing i wanted to talk about today in the in in the podcast today um is one thing that we also discussed in those workshops and it is collaborations right collaborations not amongst universities or amongst scholars which is also important might be a different episode but collaboration between academics classes and companies in the real world so my colleague did did a great presentation on that in our workshop so i just piggyback up on that because i'm doing this a lot as well and most of my classes especially like in the classes then um, in late, later stages of, of of the university journey of our students like in, in the fourth year i always have um real world implications in my class so If it's the digital strategies class, for example, they always work with on real projects slash with real clients. So they have to pitch to the client. The client will give them feedback. You you know the drill. You can imagine the drill, right? So it's always real world implications. There's always a collaboration. I I also and with help of my students, of course, a student team usually helps with that. Um, also organize a, a conference. It's called Digital Strategies of Tomorrow. It's once a year, part of the Digital Strategies class. Always in no, end of November, usually. Um, we just had that. That's also why the pod was lacking a little bit because it was just very exhausting to get people involved. So we invite, we invite some speakers, usually like um, C-suite level speakers from companies in the digital space. So this year we had um, the VP of Agoda. So thanks for joining again. We had a CEO of Fastwork. Also, thank you very much for joining. Very motivational talk. And we also had the head of e-commerce uh, from GQ. So also, again, thank you for that. Um, also, like, very insightful talk. So we tried to really have some C-suite level um, speakers there. So to, But not only to show off, of course, but also to inspire our students and tell them, like, how they got there. Usually, it's never like a straightforward career line. They, they talk very often about like, um, I know how they had to take different detours and how they didn't plan to be where they are right now, but opportunities arose and then that's how they took it. And so that's, that's, that's cool, right? So, um, but not here to talk about that event, but just saying, so we're trying to have those speakers, those inspirational, motivational speakers that can also share real insights. Um, um, so, for example, um, Mr. Youth from Agoda shared like, great insights on like how Agoda also had to pivot during the pandemic um, to, to try different things. So that was that was fantastic. Getting those speakers is not easy. 
Uh, my colleague in his in his presentation said like when he when he tries to collaborate with with um, companies from the outside, he's got a twenty percent response rate usually, and I can totally attest to that. Like, might even be less. I I, I cannot count how many LinkedIn messages slash emails I send to people. Um, trying to explain what we're doing and why we would like to have someone from the company joining us. Um, maybe 50% I get, an, I get a reply, but then uh, they just ghost you eventually. Like, okay, yeah, you would have to come out to our campus and we would like to Then they just ghost you or they, it, they feel overwhelmed because they didn't expect that we actually have standards. So I tell them it's not just going to be like a, a basic, I don't know, like advertising presentation, like just not just introduce a company, but we want some insights and have actual topics that we would want to have covered. Then they start ghosting you, for example. So it's not easy. Um, so I I understand that that not everyone is doing it, but I was a bit surprised seeing how many people that were listening to the presentation seem to seem to be. Like how to say that? I I thought more people would like nod along, like yeah, sure, that's how we do it, rather than oh, that's how you do it, which is great to that many people got inspiration now. Um, I was just surprised, so maybe that's still something to to work on, right? More collaboration with the real world. What's important here is though also what I just said. I think is that you really establish. A relationship. So you don't just invite the company and be like, thank you for coming, you can do whatever, because your students won't benefit from that, right? So if someone comes to your class, works with you, comes to a conference, whatever you're doing, there must be a benefit for the students. So it's not just like, I invited this company and then they presented a company, like, and what did the students get from that? A, a company presentation doesn't help at all, right? So, of course, they want to, they can have like three minutes to present a company in the beginning, like, hey, I'm from this company, we're doing this and that. No problem, obviously, right? Give them a picture, PR, no problem. But they need to also, it needs to be a benefit for the students. And ideally, it's not just a one-off, like a one-off class. Like, hey, I, invi I invited this class, I invited a guest lecturer, Ooh, that's it. The collaboration should be more. There should not be just a one-off thing, like, like I love the example of my colleague, and so I'm, I hope it's okay that I share it. So, he, like the the guests, the guests that come to his class, for example, they very often then um, keep engaging with the students. Like same in my class, I give an example in a second as well. So. He gave the example of like how they, they didn't just do a guest lecture. They had like a, a competition within the class, like a, a storytelling slash video competition. And then the best one who won got picked. And then that one could actually then create that video in that, in this case, marketing agency. And eventually that student actually won, won an internship there, stayed there, started to work there after graduation. So great story, right? And that's the same thing in my class too. Like I, I have a... Uh, a agency I work with, which is not a big agency, but it's a, a very dedicated agency. So they've been with me for now, I think, three years, maybe, maybe even four, like since I, I think this, since I started this class, actually. Um, and so they've, they've come every year, like this year they came um, and they brought like five people with them. Like, it's fantastic. Like they had like the, actually one, the, the, the head of the office in Bangkok came. Then like they had like profe like uh, the, the specialist for different topics that they were talking about. They talked about data-driven marketing. So they had someone who talked about tracking, someone who talked about like the implementation, someone talked about strategies. Fantastic. And then in the end, they had like a quiz also. And like, like a, a fun quiz, like an inter interactive quiz with the students, um, not just a paper quiz, right? So something interactive, something fun, um, gamification. And then it's like, okay, so the best ones, if you want to send, um, we have your name, 
contact us if you want to. You, you've got an internship. But just great. And also here, like some of our students then ended up doing the internship and ended up working there for like some, then also big clients for that small agency, but big clients because very specific niche that they're in. Uh, fantastic, right? So you need those dedicated collaborators, not just invite a guest lecture, they come for the pictures, like, hey, we did this CSR or whatever they want to call it, and thing with the university, who cool, and then they move on. You need really dedicated collaboration, and yes, it's a struggle, but yes, it's totally worth it. So that's why I was a bit perplexed that, that not everyone is doing that yet, right? So yes, you have to send lots of emails, lots of calls, whatever, WhatsApp messages late at night, <laughs> but it's worth it. So... And there's no rocket science behind it. So all you need to do is really just to hustle. And we ask our students to work hard, so we should work hard too, right? So go on LinkedIn, go online, search like whoever is, whatever company is dedicated in your field. Don't be blinded by just big names. Find the ones that are doing real cool stuff and then just talk to them. And then you get them invited. You have a, a, you know, have a few meetings, talk about it. And then also give them some, some, give them, you give them pointers, just with your, like with your students, give them pointers, but don't tell them, yeah, you have to do like a three-hour lecture. Just tell them, we have three hours, whatever. You don't need to fill three hours. Fill as much as you want and do whatever you really want to do. Like however you run workshops at, in your company, just do it with our students. Like I'll help you with anything you need. Ask me about like if I think that's a good idea. But don't just follow my, my, my lecture style. Do whatever you want, right? So and usually if I give the free hand to, to the, the companies that I invite, it turns out way better than when I tell them, yeah, you have to lecture for three hours or whatever. Like, mm. So when it comes to collaboration, again, it's very important. But you just have to do it. Like there's no rocket, it's like, there's no rocket science behind it. So you just have to hustle. And so I think that that's the main part that surprised me because hustle, there's no talent, there's no nothing, you just have to do it. So just do it. <laughs> Don't be like your students. <laughs> just do it. Let's, let's get it done. And your students will benefit from, uh, from it as well. That's not to say that you should now collaborate like in every single lecture. Obviously now you still need to have your lectures. You, I'm not saying you have to talk for three hours, right? But there, there is room for normal lectures there of course let's talk about this in one of the next podcasts um, but some collaboration whether it be doesn't even need to be at your university like our campus is far away from the, from the city right so I tell I tell the companies we, we come to you no problem let, let take the students out of the classroom for example right so that's no problem so there's really nothing holding you back do it so I'm really curious to hear how you collaborate what can like I, I heard one cool thing now before I finish um, one of my colleagues that I met at the at this this workshop um, he's teaching like something like marine biology and uh, and so on I hope I'm not mistaken now I just talked to so many people <laughs> which was really cool my social battery also drained though because I'm a very introverted person so talking to so many people phew, I now need to recover over the weekend um, but yeah so that was really cool because Because I, I don't want to give away too much, so I'm thinking about like, but he, he said like, um, for example, teaching like marine biology, I'm sticking with this now. He's taking his students obviously to the sea. Like, yes, of course you do that, but it's, that's awesome. 
that you learn it like right there. And so you can do it with almost everything. I'm teaching like digital strategy, like marketing transformation, whatever. That's one course, for example. I can take students. I'm not going to tell you where I take them, but I can take students to places, obviously. Next, next year, we're going to teach um, society slash com communication or society in the media, social diversity in the media. Sorry, I have so many syllables in my head right now. Um, I'm also going to take the students somewhere. So yeah, it's not going to be the beach, not going to be the sea, but still going to take them somewhere. So be creative. That's what you ask from your students. So be creative and hustle. Do it. Let me know like what collaborations you have, what you're doing, how you're doing it, um, how you're frustrated, like what keeps you motivated. Do you have tricks like how you get cool companies to collaborate? Shout out, let me know. Um, it's at FunkyPod on social media, FunkyPod at gmail.com via email or just like in the comments wherever you watch slash listen to this. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe to this thing. Um, rate it. That would be really cool if you would rate it too. And well, stay safe, take care, give good grades. But not too good. And we'll talk soon. Saudi Cup. Oh, no.